Hello, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. This is Pastor Mike with the Aliante Community Baptist Church. We invite you, your family, and friends to join us as we study God's Word. So, let's begin. And that is a, a beautiful hymn <clears throat> entitled, His Eyes on the Sparrow. Amen. And so uh, the song, of course, makes the point that if his eyes on the sparrow, then I know he watches me. Amen. Well, I'd like you to turn in your Bibles to the Gospel of Luke. The Gospel of Luke. And the message today was really proclaimed, as we mentioned earlier, by the choir. But seeing that we have so much time, <laughs> we're going to read the, here in the, the Gospel of Luke, and beginning at uh, verse 1 of chapter 2 in the Gospel of Luke, the Bible reads, And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. The census first took place when Quirinius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. They were greatly afraid. 
And the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So it was when the angels had gone away into heaven, which said, You, excuse me, I turned one page too many there, had gone from them into heaven, that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. All those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. And so in our passage today, there are four very important points. Four very important points. The first of which is that God is faithful. God is faithful. And he fulfills his word. God makes the promise and he fulfills his promise. Now, many of us, or most of us, our parents, perhaps grandparents, we've made promises, or maybe others have made promises to us, and, well, they haven't kept those promises, and maybe we haven't kept some of the promises that we've made. But God isn't like that. God is faithful. When he makes a promise, he keeps his promise. And God demonstrates his glory. He demonstrated his glory in his humility. Our God, our God is a God of humility, a God of love, a God of compassion. When you stop to consider that God gave his beloved son, he came as a baby, dependent upon Mary and his guardian, Joseph. And they were to care for him. How God trusted these two. God demonstrates his glory in his humility. Jesus didn't come in a palace with all kinds of fanfare, you know, in a, in a palace, with regal robes, etc. Oh, but there, there was glory. For the angel appeared to the shepherds out in the field. Now, recall that the shepherds were not considered the best of company to keep at that period of time because they were with animals all the time and they didn't smell that good. You know, they didn't wear the latest cologne, okay? But there they were out in the fields. And you see, again, our God demonstrates his glory and his humility because our God is a shepherd. A shepherd who cares for his sheep. 
We are the sheep of the Lord. We are his flock. Over in the book of Psalms, it says oh, that we should make the mistake thinking that we've made ourselves known. It is God who has made us, and we are the sheep of his pasture. He is our good and gentle shepherd. Amen? And so the, the angels glorify God. They call out, glory to God in the highest, and peace on earth to people of his faith. And then thirdly, notice that the shepherds, the shepherds go to see the child, and as they return, they too give glory to God. Glory to him. And again, over in the book of Psalms, it says, those who praise God glorify him. One will ask, well, what does it mean to glorify him? It means to praise him. That is to acknowledge that he alone is God. There is no other God. There is but one God. And we mentioned this once before, that we as Gentiles are so fortunate that God has made known to us his love and, and the gift of salvation comes to us through the nation of Israel. And there is no other God but the God of Israel. And we worship him. When we praise him, when we acknowledge him, when we give thanks to him, when we acknowledge that he is the one who gives us life, that he is the one who provides for us and who sustains us as well as forgives us and, and showers us with his grace and compassion, we are glorifying him. And lastly, the, the last point is we should follow the example of the angels and of the shepherds. We should glorify our God every day, every day. You see, Christmas is about the gift of God's love, demonstrated in the giving of his Son, who came, the treasure of heaven, amen, to give us the gift of life, the gift of hope, the gift of forgiveness, the gift of joy. God wants his people to be, to be joyful people, amen. Now, as we studied in our Sunday school lesson, that doesn't mean that we won't suffer. Doesn't mean that we won't struggle, that we won't have difficulty. Because we live in a world that is at odds with God. But God has always been on the throne. He is on the throne today and will forever be on the throne. And we, as his children, have the wonderful privilege of thanking him, of loving him, and of being loved by him, and of sharing his gift of love with other people. And so today, I would encourage you to make a commitment as, as this year comes to a close and the new year is just around the corner. Commit to demonstrating your love for him by sharing his love with others. And so we're going to sing a hymn of invitation.
But before we do, or after we sing this hymn of invitation, we have another passage that we would like uh, to read. And so let's sing this hymn of invitation. So let's stand, please. Now someone may ask, well, what is the invitation? The invitation is, is God's invitation to you to give your heart, your life, to Him. Jesus has come into the world to give life. And He went to a cross and He shed His blood to pay the penalty for our sin. Again, in fulfillment of Isaiah chapter 53, says that He was, he was rejected of men. And yet, he was bruised. And by his stripes, we are healed. That is, we are given the wonderful gift of salvation. He paid the price for our sin so that we could be forgiven. And here's the wonderful thing. That forgiveness is eternal. Eternal. The Bible teaches that God wants us all to go to heaven. And so, as we sing this hymn, you give your heart to the Lord. And as he leads, you step out and walk down that aisle and publicly proclaim your faith in him as your Lord and Savior. Let's sing. We pray that you have been blessed by today's lessons from God's Word, and we invite you to contact us with any questions that you may have, especially questions regarding your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. We want to help you with your walk of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and with your understanding of His Holy Word, the Bible. Our contact information is listed in the podcast show notes. May God richly bless you.